0: Welcome back to another edition of Burks Eye View, the podcast. I'm your host, Dave Burkett, Lions Beat Writer for the Detroit Free Press and Freep.com. And back on the podcast here after a little bit of a hiatus. Didn't get a chance to do one when I was over in London and... And man, if things changed since we came to you last, there was uh, the Lions, of course, fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi and, and line coaches Jeremiah Washburn and Terry Heffernan before they left. And uh, when they got back, they they fired Martin Mayhew, the general manager, and, and team president Tom Lawan. So. Uh, a whole bunch of different faces in in charge for the Lions now or or different people in different places at the very least. And look, it's been a miserable season for the Lions this year. No two ways about it. They're the, the worst record in the NFL, one in seven. They're heading towards the the number one overall pick and, and they're going to try to break out of their funk in, in, you know, probably the most difficult place that they could uh, play uh, Lambeau field where they haven't won since 1991 against the good green Bay Packers team. I know the Packers have lost two straight, but, but they played two pretty good teams um, and they still have Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, is one of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL and, and they still have clay Matthews on defense and, so the Lions really have their their work cut out for them this week. Um, they're going to be without Rasheen Mathis, and on top of all that, you know, one of their starting cornerbacks and and Josh Wilson, nickel cornerback, is going to slide to the outside and, and play a little more significant role. and And I, for that reason, I, I thought it'd be good to bring him on this week. He, he's going to play a key role. He's a vet who's been around the league a long time. He's been a part of some teams when he was in Seattle uh, that have had some some turnover in the past. So I thought he could speak about uh, sort of everything that's gone on with the Lions so far, the, the changes that were made uh, the last couple of weeks, what they're facing this week. And then on top of that, he's, he's got a pretty interesting story too. His, his dad was the, the fullback for Earl Campbell. So uh, even though he, he was just a baby when his, his father had finished playing, um, you know, he he's been around the game. Uh, he's got some, some NFL bloodlines and, and he knows a whole lot about the, uh, uh, the sport and, and what it takes to, to make it in the NFL. So without further ado, here's Josh Wilson on this week's edition of Berkshire View, the podcast. Dave Burkett here with Lions cornerback Josh Wilson inside the Lions locker room on, on this week's edition of Eye View, the podcast. And all right, Josh, let, let's just start with what's going on here uh, since we saw you guys on the field last. Um, obviously, a couple firings upstairs, uh, a lot of uncertainty about what's going on ahead. What, what is sort of the mood of this locker room? How do players deal with, with everything that's going on?
1: I mean, we got to accept it as a challenge. You know, right now, uh, you know, we, we, we're in a... Uh, you know, in a, a tough spot, and, you know what I mean, uh, anytime you you get your back against the wall, you either got to, you know, come out fighting or or, or you know, keep backing up. We ain't got nowhere else to go, you know what I mean? So we got to fight back, and, and that's what we're doing.
0: You've been on a handful of different teams across the league already. Have you been in a situation like this where there's changes midseason, and, and how have you seen guys respond to, to changes?
1: I mean, i have back way, way, way back uh <laughs> Um, you know, days. in Seattle days, you know, we had a similar situation there at the end of the year. You know, this and you know it's a challenge. You know, you're you're you know, now it's everybody is on the line, um, and, and you gotta you gotta uh, you know, every time you go out there, it's gonna you're gonna be you know auditioning for you know your your livelihood.
0: You know, and so you got to take that challenge and and you know take it to heart. Jim Caldwell talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. He said it's there's sort of a human, you know, nature that that sometimes people start looking out for themselves, and I guess you have to avoid that. How do vets? What can veterans do to make sure that doesn't creep into this locker
1: room? At, at, at this point, is you know, right now, you got to you know show that you can work together in this scheme and, and within this team and with these players. We got to actually get closer rather than you know individualize for the fact that uh, you know, you know, everybody everybody has written us off. You know, uh, you know, you know. Uh, Coach Caldwell had a, a story for us one time. You know uh, that his, his dad always talked about if you were two guys and you know a bunch of guys came there try to jump you, get back to back. And you know we, we that's what we need to do. You know at, right now we got everybody uh, you know against us. You know they're going out and attacking us. And you know this whole team we got to get back to back and you know and, and fight everybody off together, not you know not
0: one on one battle. What's the, what's the key to doing that? How do you guys because things it's not it hasn't just been one area this year. It's been a whole lot of things offensively, defensively, special teams all over that have gone wrong in various games. So how do you guys correct that? What do you need to do in order to get this thing back on track?
1: I mean, anytime you get back to back, you support somebody else. You know, what I mean, uh, things that they may not uh, be able to uh, you know see or, or, or respond back to. I got to be able to you know what I mean protect them and, and have their back and make sure that they can trust. You know, if something does go wrong, that you know I'll be there to you know. Make make up for, you know, mistakes, so, uh, you know, it's just fighting together and and, and not, you know, like I said, individually and and understand that we're in this together.
0: I think you've had a pretty good season overall, playing a lot of slot cornerback, obviously, helping out and run, helping out with the blitz game. Uh, As a whole, though, you guys are are allowing quarterbacks to complete more than 70% of their passes, so what's gone wrong that's caused that to happen, and how do you fix that?
1: Well, one, one thing, you know, I've learned Playing a long time this league is, you know, people only care about stats when you're you're losing. You know, uh, when you're winning, they, they don't really care about them, and you don't care what you're ranked and and this and that because you're winning. Um, so yeah, right now, you know, everybody's throwing out all kind of stats, and you know, in this league, you know, high completion completion percentage, you know, could be anything. They could be, you know, completing 100 percent. You know, you know, two yard throws is <laughs> not going to make a difference. So you know, stats only count. Right now, because we're we're not having the season that we want to, you know, want to be having, and uh, you know that we, we should be having. But uh, you know, we turn this thing around and, and make it right, and
0: nobody's gonna care about any statistics. I guess you're right about that. W and L is the only two stats yeah. that matter at the end of the day, right? Terrell Lawson did say one thing though. He said that during the bye week he, he studied hard. He said second and long situations, third down situations. He said that's what's really been hurting the defense. Wonder if you've seen that too. And and a lot of that I would assume falls on not just the, the defensive backs, but the pass rush game too. So uh, that's got to be a big focus. This week, going against a good quarterback, good team in Green Bay.
1: I mean, we, we just got to stop them from getting first downs and, and and stop them from having big plays. That's the end of the day, you know. Uh, no matter what down the distance it is, no matter what what's going on, you know, we gotta we gotta be able to uh, you know make the plays when they're there and stop them from making plays. You know, uh, we we gotta win some of these fifty fifty balls. So that's that's the thing. We uh we we haven't been doing that, and we gotta make those plays. You know, when it's fifty-fifty, we got to come up with uh, you know those balls, and
0: and, and it'll turn around for him. Here with Josh Wilson in the Lions' locker room, and I just mentioned it going to Green Bay, facing a good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. So, what is it about Aaron Rodgers that that sets him apart from some of the other quarterbacks in the league?
1: Uh, he he has no fear of taking you know what you give him. You know, you you leave anything, you know, uh, with air, you 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 give him any opportunity, he's going to take it. You know, he can he's mobile, he can keep plays alive. He you know he, he can he he's great. Uh, you know because of many things he can he can make every pass do all that but the things that separated him from uh, a lot of you know quarterbacks I've gone against and played with is he was going to take whatever you give to
0: him and and, and
1: let his playmakers make plays
0: yeah one of the best doesn't make any any mistakes really out there um I want to ask you about you I know we talked about this back in the preseason a little bit your dad was the blocking back for Earl Campbell so you uh you were a running back back in the day right how'd you become how'd you become a defensive back after playing running back and having running back in your family for
1: well uh I went to uh, the math in uh, high school and uh, first, Washington D.C. Right? Yeah, yeah, Washington D.C. and you know, uh, pretty good, pretty good team. And I wanted to play running back, and I noticed there was uh, a ten deep people wanted to play <laughs> running back. And I looked at the receiver, and there was only a couple guys over there, so. I went mean, ran over there play receiver so <laughs> I, I think I got a better chance of getting more uh, touches out there receiver and you know, turned out to be a good dad and you know, always played corner yeah. but uh that's literally how I went from playing running back to receiver <laughs> <laughs> so I had a better chance at that.
0: It worked out good I guess, right? Got you <laughs> yeah, here. So yeah, yeah. what was it like though having a, a dad that played in the NFL and I know you're still close with 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 Earl today? So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean it was it was uh it was great It made it, you know, a, a real uh, dream It wasn't something that I I didn't, you know, I never grew up thinking I can't reach that. You know, it was, it was always something that was reachable. I just got to work, and you know, it, you know, I can do it. You know, I know people in it. I know, you know, I've heard their stories. I've seen how they got there and the hard work they had to put, you know, forward to get there. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I got, I got one. I, I knew what it took to get there.
0: And uh, you you said you said that you're you're still close with Earl today. So how has he helped you along? How has he you know supported your career?
1: Oh man, he, he calls me all the time. If we play in Texas, you know he's gonna try to uh, anywhere in Texas, he's gonna try to make it to the game. Um, you know it's, it's 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 crazy. You know he always tells me oh, I'm just so proud. You know I'm just every time I watch him, like, dude, you got, you're like one of five people to, you know to win the Heisman Trophy and being a Pro Football Hall of Fame. What, what could I do? And, you know, I now having my own, you know, son, I I, I understand it. You know, you see that young generation grow up and, you know, it, it, it's different than when you did it. You know, it, you know, you just yeah, happy you could help them out along the way.
0: Yeah, no, he sees you as another son, I guess, in a lot of ways, <laughs> and so he's proud of that. Um, but you did tell me too, I think back when we were talking in the the, the fall or the, at training camp that even though you have all those connections, you had a different favorite running back, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greatest running back all the time. My favorite player of football all the time. You know, number one player in the NFL I ever played the game was Barry Sanders. And uh, we were in London. I had a chance to uh, shake his hand. I think I was the biggest fan. Coach Caldwell, you know, he saw me. And, you know, I, I told him, man, I, I got to be a fan right now. That's that's my favorite player all the time. He was the he was the best that ever did it, the greatest that ever did it. I, You know, my mom actually got mad at me the day he retired. You know, I got mad through, the, <laughs> through all kind of things on the ground, man. And, but, uh, you know, you know, um, he 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 was a, a very special player, and you know, I I, I, I I'm not gonna say I idolized him, but you know, I was very close. <laughs>
0: well, I guess you you were probably a little bit more like him as a player, right? Oh, like yeah, yeah,
1: line. yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to get hit, you know, A girl is a little different type of you know, running back. I, I wasn't trying to be that bad. Yeah.
0: You said you said one other thing, I'm buried. Did you get his autograph, or how'd that interaction go down?
1: Nah, I just I got a handshake, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a bro hug, so. uh <laughs> Yo, know, that was that's all I got right now. I'm I'm out there, you know, my wife got mad at me. She don't understand why I just don't go up to him and you know ask him for an autograph. But yeah, you know, I'm working on that, you know what I mean? That's
0: stage two. <laughs> stage two, right, exactly. All right, last thing we like to end this with with five quick questions. So sort sort of non football topic-y here. So let me start this one with you. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up in a couple weeks, favorite kind of pie? What, what sort of pie do you eat with your Thanksgiving?
1: oh man I'm a I'm a huge cherry pie guy except for when Thanksgiving man I, I I gotta get my uh you know sweet potato pie
0: sweet potato you know apple is my, my flavor if cherry is your regular one hey
1: I'm a, I'm a cherry you know cherry pie guy All right.
0: Big Sean is gonna play here on Thanksgiving Day if you're running the NFL you get to pick the Super Bowl act this year who are you picking for Super Bowl
1: oh man Super Bowl I well you know I mean uh hey that's a tough one man I I'd probably go with uh who I who I got playing a, let's go with uh Kirk Franklin, man. Somebody I like Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Kirk Kirk Franklin. What do you like about him? Oh yeah, man. You know what I mean? He keeps me uh keeps me humble, keeps me uh, you know, calm. I can go with him or John Legend, you know what I mean? They, they keep me calm before the
0: game. That's not too, too, too good selections right there. So uh I don't know if you're a fast food guy or not, but what's the what's the last fast food meal you had?
1: Uh I, I actually Don't enjoy any fast food, but, uh, but, uh, nah, it's, there's, there's one that has me caught by the the horns and that's uh, a Chick-fil-A, man. Oh yeah. They got to get one of those, you know, I got to bring a Chick-fil-A out here too
0: only place you can get around here is the airport or Oakland University. Oh, so if you get a chance next time you're in the airport.
1: Oh, right. I just found out something I didn't know. <laughs> That's
0: what we're here for, I guess, right? Um, all right, the uh, your favorite road venue in the NFL, favorite place to play on the road in the NFL. Well,
1: now that you know, I, I knew I, I played there for a long time, uh, Seattle, man. Going back there is... Uh, you know, the, knowing the city is, is, you know, the advantage I have is to go back there and visit some of the places that, you know, I, I, I used to uh, go to when I first got in the NFL. And, it, you know, it's a great uh, visiting place to go to.
0: And last one, uh, where'd you go on your honeymoon and why'd you pick that destination?
1: Uh, me and my wife went to uh, St. Lucia. Uh, it's down there. It's um, Jade Mountain. It's a resort, man. You got three walls. Three walls in your resort, man. Up. Uh, there ain't no wall in the first one. You're looking out on the water, real relaxing. You know, you got a long, long balcony ahead. Don't get too much better than that.
0: Sounds awesome over there. So, Josh Wilson, thank you for joining me on this week's version of uh, Berkside View, the podcast. All right, man. That was Lions cornerback Josh Wilson, and I mentioned it when I was talking to him. He, he's having a pretty good year for the team, and... You know I don't think a whole lot was expected when when the Lions signed him late in the free agent process but he's got 28 tackles he's been solid in run support as a as an edge blitzer you know on occasion he's he's really solidified that that nickel cornerback spot so um, but, you know, like I said, he's got his work cut out for him this week against a really good Packers team, and, and the Lions, for that matter, have, have their work cut out for them. They get Facing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the, the precise Aaron Rodgers, they, they're going to a place that they haven't won since 1991, which was a long, long time ago. I don't even want to tell you how old I was way back then. And, uh, you know, there's some players on this Lions team that, that weren't even born back then. And Sheldon White, the, the interim GM, he was playing for the Lions back then. He had a pass breakout. The last time the Lions won a game at Lambeau Field, I think it was Week 16 uh, against the Packers. So um, Lions have a tough challenge for them this week. But uh, if they could somehow sneak out a win there, you know maybe that that helps them get this thing back on the right track because. Uh, It's really been a rough season for them so far, Uh, 1-7, worst record in the NFL. Uh, They just have had a whole lot going on, a whole lot swirling around this whole organization, and uh, they really need something to get going right. I know there's a lot of people that are are worried about their jobs and what the future holds, both in the locker room, upstairs, sort of all over, and and the only way that that they're going to be able to uh, maybe rest with a little more peace, they're not going to be able to rest easy, but rest with a little more peace, is, is if they start stringing some wins together so they need one this week uh I don't think it's going to happen I you know I picked them uh, I guess uh, uh at risk of spoiling my pick in Sunday's paper I have the Packers winning pretty handily uh 35-17 I just don't think the Lions have much of a, a chance out there but uh who knows maybe Jim Bob Cooter you know maybe that extra week with uh the bye week maybe he can get that offense going a little bit and, and maybe that's what the the Lions need at the end of the day and and, uh, you know, if they can get it, like I said, it'll be a big lift for this team and this organization, what's going on now. But um, thanks, as always, for joining me here on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you subscribing on, on iTunes. I appreciate you downloading, I appreciate you listening here on our website. And and as always, I'll be back next week with another edition of Berkside View, the podcast. That's it for now. I'm Dave Burkett. Freak.